My name is CJ Caselli, and I'm joined by my co-founder, Dr. Brad Waffa, and together we run TrustVet, a veterinary urgent care clinic in Cary, North Carolina. We field questions from pet parents like you all the time, so let's dive into one. All right, Dr. Waffa, I come home, I walk into my front living room, and my dog throws up. And, you know, people have this experience all the time. So why is my dog vomiting? Yeah, they do have this experience. And it's usually when they come home from work or on a weekend or during a holiday or some horribly inopportune time. I swear uh, that always seems to be the way that these things play out. But it's a great question. Um, you know, of course, there's no way to, to answer for every specific case why your particular pet is vomiting. If I could answer that on a podcast, we'd never have to actually see any pets in the clinic. Um, and unfortunately, we usually do. But I can tell you a little bit about how we typically think of vomiting. Um, you know, uh, a couple things. First of all, in veterinary medicine, we make a strong distinction between vomiting and regurgitation. And this is important because vomiting and regurgitation come from different places and they mean different things. So let's get gross for a second. Uh, when we talk about vomiting, you've probably seen uh, a pet vomit before. And if you have, you'll never forget the sound, that classic like, <laughs> right? They, we need like an alarm clock with that sound. And I think nothing gets you out of bed really faster when a dog or a cat starts making that sound. That's vomiting. It's a central response. It starts in the brain and the brain tells the stomach, hey, something doesn't belong here. Let's throw up. That's vomiting. If you've ever held a baby, you've probably experienced regurgitation. Regurgitation, by contrast, is a passive process. So regurgitation uh, often comes without warning. There's no sound associated with it. There's often no nausea associated with it. It's just it just herps, you know, dogs and cats just herp and often a little bit of fluid comes up. Sometimes they don't even throw it on the floor. It just comes up into their mouth and they swallow it or it can go into their airway. But this is important because vomiting comes from the stomach. It's a central response. Regurgitation comes typically directly from the stomach or the esophagus. And so it points to different problems. So that's one of the ways that we think about vomiting. With true vomiting, though, when we know that it's vomiting, we think of GI causes versus extra GI causes. These are the two big buckets that your veterinarian is going to try to understand. With GI causes of vomiting, it's exactly what it sounds like. There's a problem in the GI tract. It could be that your pet ate something that didn't agree with them. It could be that there's inflammation in the GI tract, like IBD. It could be that they swallowed something like a tennis ball that doesn't belong there. Uh, in an older pet, it could be something like a tumor. There could be GI ulceration. The point is, with GI, with GI causes of vomiting, the problem is in the GI tract. With extra GI causes of vomiting, the other bucket, think of things that have nothing to do with the GI tract. If you've ever had a hangover, you've probably experienced extra GI vomiting. Extra GI nausea and vomiting come from things outside the GI tract, like electrolyte disturbances, or liver problems, or kidney problems, or endocrine problems. The point is they have nothing to do with the GI tract, but they cause what appears to be a GI problem. So these are the two big buckets that we try to understand. When you bring your pet to the veterinarian to try to understand vomiting, they're going to do diagnostics to try to characterize and understand where it's coming from. So blood work is typically how we understand extra GI causes of vomiting. It helps us to look at what the liver is up to, what the kidneys are doing, helps us to understand systemically how your pet is. We also use imaging to understand GI causes of vomiting. So that's what x-rays or ultrasound are for. Usually to really cast a wide net and truly understand what's going on with your pet, uh, we will do both of those at the same time. As I like to say, you can have diarrhea and a headache. You can have a GI and an extra GI cause of vomiting at the same time. Um, so I know that doesn't directly answer your question, but it hopefully gives you a sense for how we think about these things. 
And the question we always get, and I have too, is when do I actually need to call in or come into the clinic? I mean, you know, we've all had a human experience where I've thrown up and maybe I'm fine with that, you know, unless it happens again, and then I start to get worried. But can I apply that I, same thinking to my dog? Yeah, it's a good question. And I think you, I think you kind of can. This is where I really do lean pretty heavily on my pet owners to make those determinations. Now, I would tell you vomiting is never normal. Um, you know, we hear this all the time, especially from cat owners like, you know, well, my cat's only vomited five times this month. That's normal for him. It might be the usual for him, but it's not normal. Vomiting is never normal. Even one time it points to a problem. Now, the question is really how serious of a problem is that? And that's where you have to correlate what you're seeing with kind of your knowledge of your pet, what is normal for them, how old they are, how sick they are. Uh, if you come home and your pet's been running around after he guzzled some water or just ate some food and he throws up one time and he's wagging his tail and acting normal, do I race that pet to the vet or recommend that? Not necessarily, you know, but if I come home from work and my 14-year-old dog who's been hanging out all day, looks like he's feeling punky and I find multiple piles of vomit and, you know, throughout the house uh, or he's exhibiting other signs or he seems weak or lethargic, you know, that's a pet I'm not going to waste any time getting to the vet. So there's not a cookie cutter one size fits all answer to that question. Um, but I would say that typically vomiting is never normal. And, um, if you're seeing it and it doesn't seem right, trust your instincts here. Yeah. Love it. Thanks, Dr. Wolfa. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more about TrustVet, please visit our website at www.trustvet.com. T-R-U-S-S-V-E-T.com. Thanks.